All right, we're back. Week zero. Uh, not not too good for the podcast. Mm-mm. Wait, I, I missed I missed it, Carter. What, what did we go? Was it a uh, the reverse parlay hit with flying colors? <laughs> I, mean I take no flying part in colors. That. I take no part in that. Are we going to have a four man parlay this week? We have we to. Got to. We got to. I don't know. That's, that's a lot. That's pretty risky. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's just get out of the way. Week zero sucked. Week zero sucked. Every game kind of sucked. Northwestern Nebraska was so bad, but yet so good at the same time. Scott Frost lost his job in that game right there. Let me just start it off. I want to ask y'all, when is it when is it okay to do the onside kick like that? Because clearly that wasn't the right scenario for it. Is there a scenario where that's okay in your book and that's maybe the right call? I don't know. I saw that happen, and I was like, what in the world is this guy thinking? Uh, I don't know. I guess if Jim Harbaugh did it, I would be all about it because he's my guy. I'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah, look at Jim taking some risk. But in that situation, you're in Ireland. No one's probably watching the game. I'm like, uh, why would you do that? Well, they had all the momentum, too. Yeah, exactly. I, I look. The only time I've seen it like where like it made a lot of sense when they are up was when uh, Baylor did against BYU last year when we played at Baylor. And it worked to perfection. They had seen on film multiple times that the guys were like releasing her and they got it with ease. So it looked like a genius move, right? It's always kind of one of those things where like it looks really good when yeah. you get it and it doesn't when you don't. But definitely was a mood change. It was a mood killer for the team. Like definitely one of those situations where it just didn't make too much sense. So again, it's it's one of those situations where I feel like it was not the right move. But had he done it, I mean, it would have been genius, right? Everyone would be praising yeah. him probably right now. But mm-hmm. like you said, if you were that bad at close games, why make it worse for yourself? Like, why make it worse? Uh, yeah, we all we just need to get this out of the way before we talk about anything else. I I put out a video on TikTok, everything. Hawaii Mortal Lock plus eight and a half. Final score: Vanderbilt sixty three, Hawaii ten. Uh, hand up, hand up. My fault. So is Vanderbilt back or is Hawaii just bad? That's what I've been struggling with. I mean, Hawaii. I mean, I think Hawaii might be the worst team in the country. Okay. I mean, it was you say that. that. I, you say that, but is that going to stop you from betting them again? Yes. And really? Okay. Hawaii, okay. okay. All right. The, re- the rest of the season. The rest of the season. Hand up. Yeah. Hawaii has become. Imagine getting burned that bad. We got. We got destroyed. I respect that. Yeah. Hand up. Flip it. I, Carter Bond, will not bet on the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors the rest of this 2022 college football season. <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't mean I can't bet against them. True. So, so we're fair. It's all good there. Um no, they're the worst team I've ever seen. I think Duke could like wipe the floor with them and I haven't even seen Duke <laughs> play this year. The, uh, uh, under four and a half wins for Hawaii is probably the lock of the year. That's <laughs> fair. I don't know. Week zero overall week zero just kind of felt like a tease. It wasn't necessarily because everybody's hyped up college football's back. But then again, like, was it really? None of the big powerhouse teams played. It was really just a tease. And honestly, is it designed to make you lose money? (laughs) I I watched College Game Day, and I was like, yeah, we're back. We're back. And then at the end of the day, I was like, we're not really back yet. Like, this did not feel like a a legitimate college football Saturday. So I was like, I was real excited leading up to it. And then Mm -hmm. once it was over, I was like, yeah. Next week's going to be so much better. Yeah. Also, college game day felt uh, – felt it was a little rough watching Lee Corsa this year. Oh, I know. When are they going to have him stop doing – I thought it last year. Some of the uh, some of the times he was on there, 
Oh man, I I love the guy, but he looks like he's out of it. Yeah, we think, think our takes are hot when he's uh, saying an SEC team will not win the SEC this year. That's one of the <laughs> hottest takes I've ever heard. I mean, our takes are pretty crazy, but that one, man, that one's pretty spicy. Bishop Sycamore coming in. <laughs> Bishop Sycamore. Happy one year anniversary to Bishop Sycamore today. <laughs> Shout out. Um, but yeah, no, week zero sucked. I mean, Carolina looked blech. They looked Florida. fine. Drake, Drake May Heisman favorite. Drake May Heisman favorite. Come on. Okay, what about that defense? Look, I know it looked bad. Same story, same song, different verse every year. I don't think Gene Chizik wanted to show everything against an FCS team like that. <laughs> They're preparing for another quarterback. I don't think he was trying to show everything, show all his cards. I think against App, a lot of people, we can talk about this in week one. I think I think Carolina has a lot to show on defense. No bias, huh? no bias there. All right, let's just talk about week one then. Um, let's talk about the biggest game first. Notre Dame versus Ohio State. Uh, Grant, start us off. Ooh, I get to start off. I mean, I love this game. I love the idea of uh, these two guys playing. But I'm telling you, I don't think I'm in, I'm in agreement with you guys on this one. I think Ohio State's going to wipe the floor with them. As crazy as that is, I honestly lean Ohio State taking taking full advantage of the fact that they're playing uh, Notre Dame. I'm not sold on Marcus Freeman yet. I'm not sold on the fact that this team is is uh, built to compete at the highest level. Um, so we'll see. Like I said, I could be eating my words, but Everything in me says to uh to take Ohio State in this game. Again, the spread, I don't know if I'm, I'm taking that, but I like Ohio State in this game. Ah, see, I Ohio State might win the game. I'll give I you knew that. this would hurt Dylan. I knew this would hurt Dylan. <laughs> Ohio State probably will win the game if I would give him like an 85% chance of winning this game. Covering the number, I think it's 17 and a half now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm taking Notre Dame. And that's just because, you know, looking back at last year's Notre Dame team, they only allowed 30 or more points, I think, three times last year. And that's Ohio State's big thing as an offense, at least in the years past. And I'm sure that's going to be what they tout this year. Uh, On the same way, Notre Dame had more than 30 points in nine of their games. So they have the offense to be able to keep up with them. They also have a decent defense. Marcus Freeman coming in, I – if you could hear the conversations that I have with myself in the car, like about football and everything, it would blow your mind. I'm talking to nobody, but Marcus Freeman, you know, coming in, being with the program before, it's not like they're bringing somebody else from the outside. I think that helps with the chemistry. And last year, Notre Dame's losses were by two and 11. So it's not like they were getting blown out of these games. I don't see them losing by more than 17. I think they can win the game. I think they can win it. I'm taking one unit on them to win at plus 560 to beat Ohio State. Ohio State, they play terrible at the beginning of the year, especially against good teams. And I tweeted it out earlier today. Last year, they would have lost to, to Minnesota if Ibrahim didn't get injured, I think. Oregon, week two, they lost. They lost to Oklahoma week two in 2017 or whatever. And Virginia Tech in 2014. So I'm taking Notre Dame plus 17 and a half and Notre Dame money line. I don't know if I would go as far to say as Notre Dame, Notre Dame money line. I, I respect the play, but I will say 17 and a half is a lot of points. I think people are kind of not overrating Ohio State, but it's pretty simple. Marcus Freeman has that dog in him. And this may be the bias. It's <laughs> maybe the bias talking. I watched a little piece on him the other day. They featured him on SportsCenter, like a little 10 minute thing. It got me fired up. I don't even like Notre Dame, but you know, he was up, he was up at 4 a.m., getting the team ready for workouts. He was in the gym. It just got me ready. He's got the dog in him. I'm convinced Notre Dame plus 17 and a half. And what about the little uh, 
promo they did the vegas thing remaking the hangover film did anybody see that, that on dope. twitter i mean that was that, for the, the byu game of course we watched it man uh, loved i it. mean that right there no matter who they're playing i mean that team's <laughs> going to go undefeated if they were redoing the hangover <laughs> oh man y'all y'all putting a lot of stock in the young coach i've seen this story too many times i'm telling you I, I, it's going to take a little bit for him to get it going but you guys could be right like honestly they could be come out and just be absolutely dominant i, I just feel like I don't know, man. I feel like this Ohio State has proven a lot more than this Notre Dame team, and uh, we'll see, we'll see. But I honestly, I honestly, if I took the bet, I would lean as crazy as it is taking Ohio State minus seventeen and a half right now. The one red flag I have about this is that it opened at fourteen, and I That's know Ohio saying. State's getting There's all something the picks. With these points. Yeah, I know that you Somewhere know the line on. moving away is never a good sign, but. On the flip side, Ohio State has been getting all of the picks and all the money, so maybe the books just don't know what's going on. I don't know. That's the only red flag for me. Yeah, that's a good. The point. thing about this game is, you know how this. How, you know if your bet's going to cover or what's going to happen in this game after the first drive. Immediately, you're going to know right away because it's going to be a breakoff run for 80 yards for Travion Henderson to start off this game, and you're like, oh well, Notre Dame's about to lose by 65, automatically. I kind of lean Ohio State too. I, something about Notre Dame. I just, I just don't know if they can keep up offensively. If CJ Stroud and Travion Henderson get going, who is stopping them? And Notre Dame, they can't keep up. So, I mean, I wouldn't take either side on this uh, at the seventeen and a half, but I would lean Ohio State. Does this not scream a live play though, T. Carter? This to me seems like the perfect oh. live bet. Yeah, but even then, like, I feel like you miss out immediately because let's yeah. say. Let's say Jack. Let's say whatever Ohio State scores the touchdown immediately. Yeah. Like, are you gonna? Are you then gonna go Notre Dame plus like twenty three and a half? Or you're like, man, like Ohio State <laughs> no, might just if, blow if, them out by forty. Do you guys have a total in this game you like, or no, no side on the total by anybody? I don't. I'm always gonna lean under. You know me, but I don't have one. No. On this one, no, Carter. Yeah, I, I don't either. Um. Okay. E- each one of us just give a week one line you like. Tennessee minus 35 against Ball State. I'm going to get that out of the way now. You guys know how high I am on this Tennessee team. And uh, this is only one unit. This is my smallest play that I'm going to give. But that offense, man, I just don't see Ball State out of all the teams stopping them. The only reason I'm a little worried about this one is because, you know, MAC teams, never really a great scouting report. They can come out after having an atrocious year and just be absolutely amazing. But, uh, Minus 35, it started, I think it opened at 28. So if it got any farther than 35, I would not take it because then you're going on a whole whole nother possession. But I like Tennessee minus 35. The over-under 68 in that one, uh, 68 seems a little high. I'm, actually, I'm, I'm going to give you guys a double doozy here because I have another one in this game. Tennessee over 51.5 team total. Uh, if they do cover, they are going to shoot the lights out of this team. And 51 and a half is a lot of points, but I think we could see it. That's a ton I'm, of points. Yes, so many points. That's a ton. On a Thursday night. I don't think that many points are scored on a Thursday night. Is there any analytics to back that up? Come on now. Exactly. Uh, Hooker's got that dog in him. That's that's my analytics. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, all, that's, all, yeah, that's all you have to say. Them, all right, I got one. Don't ever think it. Alabama 41 and a half point favorites against Utah State. Struggled against UConn. UConn. Like, do they even have a real football team? And Alabama's yeah. going to be looking. Alabama's going to come out hot this year. Nick Saban, 
said last year was a rebuilding year, so whatever that means, but I still think 41 and a half. It's a lot of points, sure, but they can win by 55, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, no, 63-0 would not surprise me at the final score. Yep, Connor's 100% right. If we if we did learn one thing from week zero, it's that Utah's defense is absolutely awful still. Garbage. We knew that. It's we knew that, though, going in. We did know that, but to the extent of how bad it is, I did not realize. Like, it is that I mean, bad. The backup so, for UConn was <laughs> was just scoring on them. Like somehow yes, the, the backup will. for UConn would not score against any other Division One defense. Like, like what? At what point are they going to stop any running back from Alabama? Any one of them? Like you could you put any running back you want, they they're not going to stop them. So I'm with Connor. I'm actually going to take the first half though, minus twenty four. Like that bet for Alabama has been money for years, like at least two or three years now, consistently. And I don't see Utah State breaking that streak. So I would hammer the. Uh, the first half minus 24. I absolutely love that play. Is it Bama it. minus nine and a half first quarter? Uh, probably like it'd probably be over 10, would be my guess. If it's the it's first, nine, quarter. if it's nine and a half, my guess I would mean, be like minus 14 if it's first, first quarter. I haven't checked, but that'd be my guess. That's a little too much for me. A little funky yeah. business could happen. They could drain the clock. I like, I like the first half play more though. You 42 is 70 points. It is. Yeah, I, I honestly. I'm with Connor. I think that hits too. But I'm sorry. I do like the first half more. But I like I love the full game as well. Like I feel like you could bet Alabama this one. It can't go wrong. Like I honestly think either side you're fine. Grant, you got a week one line. That was my biggest one. Was the minus twenty four <laughs> Alabama first half. But I'll give you guys the next one. Just based off of kind of the conversations we had last week, I'm gonna change my tune just a little bit on the Cincinnati team. I'm actually gonna go with the play of the Arkansas minus six at home. I actually kind of like it, um, and, and the reasons why, it's a must-win for Arkansas at home to set the tone for their season. Um, I really love, obviously, Pittman, what he's doing there. I love their team. Um, apparently, like, their receivers are from camp are better than, even without Traylon Burks. So, um, and they have every other piece besides that. So, I, I actually am going to go with them at home minus six against Cincinnati because I just feel like the first game, since he without, obviously, Sauce Gardner without – um, Desmond Ritter, all those guys that they lost. I think it's going to take them a little bit time to jail. Not that they're a bad team. I just think it's going to take them a little bit longer. And on the road against Arkansas week one, that's a tough challenge. So I'm going to roll with the Arkansas minus six as well for a play. I like that a lot. I don't hate that at all. I don't hate that either. I don't have that play, and I, I don't have this written down. I think I have it on uh, my action app or whatever. But I do have the under in that game, and I can't remember the Ooh. number. I think it's 52 or 53. And what you're saying makes perfect sense with Cincinnati – losing everybody i think that you know for this under to hit it would be cincinnati's duty to not score a whole bunch of points and i think that's very well possible which also falls in line with arkansas minus six so yeah speaking of unders i'm gonna go under 51 florida versus utah the weather's supposed to be awful down in florida that's my only reasoning for it i think it's weather's gonna be awful and uh utah doesn't do well in non-conference games so i don't think a lot of points will be scored Possible dummy question here. Is uh, Richardson named the starter for Florida? Yes, I believe so. He's the incumbent, yeah? Emory he, Jones started last year. Oh, that's right. But didn't he play a bunch? Um, Richardson as well? Yeah, they split mm-hmm. time most, mostly. It was yeah. like Emory 60, Richardson 40. He's going to be good, man. If they win, it's because of him. I agree. I have no stats, but I think from what I saw of Richardson last year, he he impressed me. Mm-hmm. He's 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 very good quarterback. If they if they pull pull it off against Utah, which again I'm also like I said, it's freaking me out. But that 
for some reason that game's like weirding me out. I, everything in me says take Utah, but I almost want to get the get the points with the Gators that one. I'm not sure if it's an official play, but I'm I'm now leading more so Gators plus three against Utah. It's weird. I'm a, I'm a little emotional hedge. Utah minus three, then. <laughs> <laughs> Never let the emotions take over. Take each, each side of that one, man. But that one's gonna be a really fun game. That one's one of the better games of the, of the week too. Any other plays? I, I have one more. I can go ahead and give it now. Go ahead. Okay. Before I'm going to absolutely trash anybody that is taking the other side of this. So I want to make sure we have our uh, our ways cleared. Does anybody have the over in Pitt, West Virginia? Nope. Okay. I no. just want to make sure because I don't want to make anybody upset with what I'm about to say. But this, I'm, I'm going to get Snoopy out for this one. I got I got my notes in here. <laughs> This game screams – what does it scream, Dylan? Books trying to take advantage of people that don't watch college football because the total right now is at 51-and-a-half, and it was just – I think JT Daniels was just named the starter officially for West Virginia, and uh, Pitt lost Pickett. JT Daniels didn't impress me. He got injured when he was at USC, I think, and then his time at Georgia obviously lost the starting uh, starting spot. I think that the books are really focusing on, you know, a big name quarterback starting for West Virginia and a, a pit team that someone that doesn't follow sports might still think is going to be this high scoring offense. I don't think they're going to be. So I'm taking Pitt, West Virginia under 51 and a half, and that's for four units. Not quite five, but four. Nice. I, I just like it because it's a Thursday night play, and uh, I don't think a lot of points yep. are scored on Thursday nights. There we go. So if I lose the Tennessee one, I'll win the Pitt-West Virginia. Okay, like here are these games on Thursday night. West Virginia-Pitt, over-under 51. Central Michigan-Oklahoma State, over-under 60. Tennessee-Ball State, over-under 68. Some of these don't have lines quite yet. Uh, Purdue-Penn State, over-under 53.5. Maybe we just go all-unders on Thursday night and just cash. Mm. I like the sound of that. You know I'd like the sound of that, Carter. Kicking off the season? Connor, you want to go? Uh, yeah, I got one. Um, and we talked about this a little bit before the show. And as a known Carolina guy on this show, it kind of pains me to say this, but NC State only being 11 and a half point favorites is a little weird to me. It stuck out to me as soon as I saw it because you think, oh, they're playing ECU. You know, ECU is not typically the best in football. They've had a couple of big blowout losses last few times they played ACC schools. I just, I don't see how NC State doesn't win by two scores here, two touchdowns. Devin Leary's coming back, gunslinger, money. And there are a lot of people, like we had Big Game Boomer on the show a couple weeks ago. He has NC State in his college football playoff, which I think is insane. But I think that's good enough to have them beat ECU by 12 points or more. So that's one that stuck out to me. I don't know what y'all think about that. I mean, I love NC State minus 11 and a half. I just – the only reason I don't love it is because the line just, like, freaks me out. It's like, why is this not 14 and a half to yep. like 16? Because this ECU yeah. team's not good. I think they're over-under for the season for wins is four and a half. Why is this within, you know, yep. under two touchdowns? So if NC State's supposed to be a top 13 team in the country, yep. that's what scares me. But I, it seems like a square pick, but it seems like the right pick at the same time. See, personally, if I were to take this game, it'd be a win-win. Because if I bet State and they win, then I win money. But if State loses, then I also win. So What if State wins by 11 and then you, like, don't cover? That's We don't talk about that. That's impossible. <laughs> 
<laughs> that, that would never happen. That's actually like very possible. <laughs> With a garbage <laughs> touchdown. Possible, exactly. If Alec Nugent comes in and like, you know, does something, you know, we could you could easily, easily lose that cover. Or Alec Watch Nugent Hunt. comes in and gets 10 sacks. Yeah. The future first rounder. Potential first round pick, potential first round pick in the NFL draft. Uh, I'll go with my favorite pick of the week App State money line. App State money mm-hmm. line. Boone is going to be rocking for this one. Carolina coming to town. This Carolina, is Carolina stunk. <laughs> they stunk on week zero uh, against Florida AM, who had 20 players ineligible, including their best players. They had three guys from their uh from their starters and their backups that didn't play. Three out of their first two units. And so their I, best player don't, wasn't don't one of that. them. Don't give me don't give me that. Don't give me that. And they draw Carolina stunk. Drake May didn't look bad, but I don't know how like bad Florida AM Florida AM is. They looked they literally I thought I was watching NCAA 14 and you guys were playing FCS Southeast. <laughs> That's what the game looked like. But App State Moneyline, Boone, Boone has been waiting for this game for so long. Chase Bryce, Cam Peoples, going to dominate. Interesting, dominate interesting note Carolina. here. This will be the third time Carolina's played Chase Bryce in a third different school. Clemson, Duke, and now App State. So that was an interesting <laughs> note I saw. But this line Did y'all play it. App State last year? Um, uh, he did. Or was that two years ago? Yeah, it was two years ago. But uh, anyways, what I was going to say is, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. This line opened at, what, three and a half in favor of Carolina, and now it's all the way up to at plus one now, or at minus one now, I think, which that's crazy. So, like, maybe something happened that I don't know about. In fact, that scares me. But um, I think that's bait. I really think that's bait. I think Carolina pulls it out, and I think they win by double digits. In Boone. I, I don't – I don't – I genuinely don't think this is close. I might take App State. Minus Stop. nine and a half alternate spread. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my! That Carolina defense here, is so bad. It, that Carolina defense is almost on par with Utah State defense. It is awful. <laughs> I'll say it again. I don't want to get into too much of like a back and forth here. Gene Chizik didn't want to show anything. It's an FCS opponent. Uh, we'll be okay. It'll be okay, Carter. Carter. What if he did show everything? You guys are toast. Uh-oh. Then we're screwed. Then we're screwed. We're gonna win four games. That's he may have showed everything. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. The whole I don't show anything. We lived that life through Ty Detmer's offensive coordinator's years. It was yep. not great. I'm just saying it is a very dangerous game to play. It is a dangerous game to play, man. I'm trying to I'm convince myself lie. as much as I'm I trying know. To I understand, Connor. We did it for years. I'm telling you, man, that we didn't show them, you know, the real opponent next week. It's a dangerous game, man. Saving it for next week. <laughs> um, I'll go with my last pick that I like, Purdue plus three and a half. I just like them at home getting the points. Uh, Thursday night home opener. Going to be a hard one for Penn State. Give me Purdue plus three and a half. I like that. I'm down on Penn State this year. Down, uh, they didn't even impress <laughs> me last year, really. But uh, Sean Clifford is not a good quarterback, I would say. And James Franklin hasn't really proved that he can win any resemblance of a big game. So I don't hate that at all. That's true. That's very true. And it seems I'm, it seems like an easy one for Penn State to slip up on. Yeah, true. I'm going to give one more, honestly. I think it's going to make Dylan cringe a little bit, but I am going to take uh, a unit on Georgia minus 17 against Oregon. I I, <laughs> I know that sounds like a wild one too, <laughs> but everything in me, man, is like I, – I honestly believe, first of all, Georgia has the best tight end group in the country maybe ever. They're like that talented. Like they're so talented with that tight end group. The wide receivers are going to be solid. Not amazing, but solid. Stetson Bennett is the only reason I, like I'm like a little nervous on this. 
But again, it kind of goes back to the whole thing of like a new coach with Oregon, trying to break it in, trying to figure it out. Playing against Georgia is just a it's a it's a tough first year, first matchup, and it's I at the Falcons Stadium, right? Yeah, I don't exactly. I don't trust Bonex as a quarterback. I'm actually going to put a unit on Georgia minus seventeen. What's are you game. doing? Any multiple unit plays this week, Grant? The only one will be Bama. I'm going to put three units on Bama minus twenty four first half. Hmm. Starting like you're off with a safe one. I, I I think we're I think we're all on that. Besides Dylan, right? Dylan, are you on? If everybody else is on it, then I have to be. That that so that's <laughs> our mortal player. lock this week. We're now going against Utah State. Our more so all right. The mortal lock this is week. it. Is it gross to make a mortal lock the number one overall team in the country? No, is that gross? <laughs> no, no. Right. I, I'm not a big hand up. Okay. I'm not a big I'm not a big college football gambler. Hand up, you guys are better than me at this. Is that, is that full slimy or is that, is that okay? We, so did I you think, watch, Connor, Connor, Connor? Did you watch the podcast last week? Are we better at yeah. this? I saw enough to know. <laughs> I saw enough to see. Yeah. I think Connor's suggesting that we make the mortal lock a week Notre Dame money line. I think that's. Oh, am I hearing God. that correctly? I'm see, not I, a part I, of I personally, I wouldn't be opposed to that. <laughs> the dog, that dog. The, you got the dog in him. We're, that we have, Travion we have, we Henderson have might have 300 know. yards. He might. He's have average. Him. Such an average running back. And every, oh my gosh, he had he had showed one semblance of a defense. Played Michigan, the one one defense they played all year. And and uh, go look at his stats from that game. Okay. Just, okay. Just saying. Before how we Dylan final about Ohio State is exactly how what we talk about when we're talking about Utah. It sounds the exact same to me. I love or- it. Connor talking about anybody against Carolina or me talking about anybody against Duke basketball. Exactly. We owe App State one. Screw App State. God. Oh, man. Okay, real quick, before we finalize Immortal Lock, this is a little, a little back and forth between Grant and I. Grant, any play in the BYU-USF game? I will be there in attendance, and it will be awful weather. The, the one play is, if you can get the player prop, I'm going to take Chris Brooks to two over two touchdowns rushing. Ooh, I do I love like that because if you have is it one and stud, a half or two? Uh, again, whatever prop you can you can find, but if it's like you know over one, and a half, I'm assuming it'd be one over one and a half. Yeah, but I don't know mm-hmm. the odds on that, so I can't give the odds yet. Um, I'd have to look at it. But that to me, after like assessing everything, it's going to be a ground and pound type game. I promise you, they're going to break Chris Brooks in the transfer from Cal. That play seems like such good money to me, and we did that a lot last year where we made a ton of money on Tyler Algier. I honestly think they're going to go back to the well with Chris Brooks and just uh, basically establish the run. They're going to say, look, our boys up front are better than yours. And I feel like they're just going to run the ball down USF's throat, uh, hold on to the ball for a while. They don't really want to give USF a bunch of possessions. So I could definitely see the over one and a half touchdown settings. That The only play I'd make, I wouldn't make a point spread play, but I'd definitely make a player prop bet right there. I like that a lot. Shout out to our guy, Ben Griddle, BYU, Cougar Sports Nation, ESPN 960, all that. Anyhow. Four o'clock kickoff, kind of a day game, and Jaron Hall throwing in the rain. I like BYU is the all time like messes with my brain, jinxes, reverse jinxes all the time. It's just back and forth with my head all the time. It's kind of a day game. I don't like BYU. I like if I, I would lean USF plus 12 as crazy as that is to say without the top two receivers on BYU. Dylan, yeah, I know, I know, I know you're, on, you're on USF, aren't you? I am, and I, I wish I had some in-depth statistical analysis. I don't. I just saw that like 30% of the money is on USF, and the line's gotten down. It's been bouncing between 12 and a half and 11. So I got it at 12 and a half, and I saw it went to 11, which made me feel a little bit better. 
So just that little tidbit right there is all I have. The line movement. Honestly, Ben, like, I feel like it's not that, that bad of a play. Like, really, like, the way – in Kalani never runs up the score. Like, if they're up, like, five, six points, whatever it is, at the end of the game, he will kneel on the two-yard line. Like, we've seen it so many times. So, it's not a bad play. I, I For me, it's a statement, like I said, from points. But player props, there's a couple ones I like. All right. Let's finalize a mortal lock here and then put in our parlay, and then we'll close there. Uh, what's the mortal lock? Are we doing first half Alabama? I personally am okay with that. Yeah. I, I'm, I, that I works that. for me. That's the same. Okay. Can someone get a right number on it just to make sure? Because I've seen 24 and then 25 and a half. Or tw- I've seen anywhere from 24 to 25 and a half. Because 24 uh, and a half kind of kind of scares me a little bit because you kind of want true. that under under a football number. Well, yeah. Well, what if, yeah, what if, uh, <laughs> what if Alabama, Alabama gives up a couple scores in the first half and they start jumping on the third quarter? That's a little scary. What if we did like Mohamed Salah first goal against everything? How about that, guys? <laughs> if Utah State scores more than 14 points in the first half, I will have a heart attack. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. Like, I don't see that happening, honestly. Like, maybe, maybe, but ah, something no. crazy would have had to happen. Like, a crazy fumble where like the ball just like pops out and it's like an even like, score. Like, yes, something, something would have to happen. All right. We have our mortal lock of the week. Alabama minus 41 and a half and whatever the first half line is. I don't care if it's 27 and a half, 21 and a half, 23 and a half, whatever it is, Bama first half, whatever the spread is against Utah State. Lock and in. Let's, let's lock in a can't lose parlay to close the show. Um, all right, Grant, give me your pick. Mine's the first half, Bama. That's my pick. If, if we're talking about a parlay, that's the only one I'm putting in we there. We can't put the mortal lock in the can't lose. How? It's a mortal lock, bro. It's a guaranteed first leg of the parlay. But then, like, everything loses. So you kind of want to have a little bit of hope. <laughs> you got to hedge no. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta everything loses. All right. I got you. All right. My, mine's Arkansas minus six then. Okay. There we go. There we go. Now we're cooking. Dylan. I'm going Pitt, West Virginia, under 51 and a half. Love it. Love it. Connor. This goes against everything I believe in. But uh, NC State, 11 and a half point favorites. I love it. Yeah, I, I, I actually do. Mine. I do like that. I, I really I really do enjoy that that pick right there. I was going to take NC State. I'm going to go. Uh-oh, pressure's on I'll, now. I'll let you guys decide majority rules here. The Florida-Utah under 51 or Purdue plus three and a half. Mm-hmm. Are we raising our hands? Someone, like someone won't let me put App State. App State's my favorite play of the week. I, I can't allow that. I can't allow that. Ooh. I'm saving you. I'm saving us by saying that. No, you're not. Um, I like the under. Two unders? Oof. That I, is, like, that is I like Purdue. Really? Oh, shit. Dylan, or Grant, you decided. Grant, it's your decision. Yeah, Grant, it's your decision. Oh, gosh. All right, give me the Purdue as well. I'll take Purdue. Purdue, well. Sorry, there it is. Okay, here we go. They're plus four now. They're plus four. That must have been- oh, hold on. Okay, wait a second. Yeah, oh, they just, like they just moved to plus four during the podcast. Uh-oh. Oh, gosh. That's not good. Give me Purdue. I want Purdue. Okay. Purdue. I'm going to – I'm locking that – re-locking Grant, that in as Grant? my vote. Where <laughs> that movement I don't like, but we'll, go, we'll roll Purdue. That's fine. All right. It's locked right, there, in. There we go. There you have so, it. So, Connor, if, if the Florida Utah under hits, you can uh, make fun of all of us. Yes. <laughs> no, no, this is a team effort. I don't go against the team. <laughs> all we right, the, fin- the final odds on the parlay are plus twelve fifty two, 
10 wins you $125. That's a good, that's great. It's, it's, it's the right Easy. amount. It's the right amount. It's, it's, it's perfect. All right. Yeah. That's the can't lose parlay. It is Purdue plus four, Pitt, West Virginia under 51, NC State minus 11 and a half, and then Arkansas minus six against Cincinnati. There it is, plus 1252. Uh, anything else, guys? Here's the week one. Carter Cast, Carter Cast, let's ride. Let's <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> go. <laughs> I love it, Connor. I'm sorry, you can take that out. That was disgusting. I'm sorry. No, we're leaving that in there. That was I absolutely it, disgusting. Bro. Everyone to hear. Everyone's I gonna hear it. that. Uh, also want to give a congratulations to our guy Dylan. Round of applause. Woo! Now a contributor at Action Network. You can see articles on there. Check out Titans Giants week one betting preview on action go download the app right now to check out his articles coming out for week one nfl lines uh congrats man thank you i appreciate it dream come true truly i I don't want to get all soft on you here but you know you and brian have had me on all of your shows and it's uh it's been a lot of help and it's it's been amazing so thank you to everybody grant and connor you too shout Shout out out to brian but i appreciate you man Shout out to our guy, Brian. He'll be back on very, very, very soon. You'll see him next episode. All right, that's it for us. Make sure to check out articles on cartercast.com. Check out the YouTube page and check out everything on cartercast.com with clips, episodes, videos, everything. And we will see y'all next time. Bye.